Hey agency owners, it's time for a new episode of the Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond, while reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. Before we get started today, I'd like to send you a copy of our brand new book, The Practical Agency, written specifically to help creative agency owners go beyond the creative side and build systems to simplify and quickly scale their agency to $100,000 a month. Go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash practical agency to claim your free copy. And now for the show. So as a business consultant and agency consultant, I would imagine that talking about embracing a plateau probably seems like a bit of it being sort of counterintuitive. But being a leader really begins on you focusing on yourself on the individual level, committing to being consistently improving and focusing on that never-ending improvement. And continuing to improve always means that you're striving to be the best that you can be. And you're trying to cultivate being in a growth mindset. And you're always identifying areas for improvement, development, developing, you know, new systems, solutions, processes around your agency. The thing that I really think is important here is focusing on making incremental improvements on an ongoing basis, not looking at being, you know, 50% better day by day, but actually, you know, trying to be 1% better and actually comparing yourself to the person and to the agency that you were yesterday. And I think that there's tons of things that happen in while you're trying to actually grow that trying to, you know, make that really significant improvement so starkly on an ongoing basis can make you start to, you know, spiral a bit out of control. I know Darren, working with me and working with agencies, you probably see this type of stuff happen all the time. What, what are your sort of thoughts on this overall topic that's probably a bit odd for agency owners to hear in this episode? Right. I mean, working with agencies and just people in general, Whenever you start something new, you always see like the most gains in the beginning, or you always learn the most in the beginning. So everything is just big, wide, and dramatic. Everything you read is is brand new information. And you're like, oh, I could do this, I could do that. Like, and, and sometimes it becomes overwhelming because you, you feel like there's so much more opportunity for growth. And then you get to a point where you've read articles by somebody that you're like, okay, this is kind of regurgitating a little bit of new information, but it's like, I know the majority of this and you don't feel like you're you're gaining as much uh, knowledge as you were when you first started. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think progress doesn't necessarily always isn't linear, right? That there's areas where you start to build plateaus and you actually hit a plateau and recognizing that, that that's a bit of an inevitability in what you're doing and what I see happen all the time. And I'm not, you know, immune to this either. I've definitely done this myself and need to remind myself on an ongoing basis to not, you know, look for that shiny new thing over, you know, over in the corner, that new thing that I just read about online or the book that I just read, and that it can actually cause damage to yourself and to your business where you're constantly trying to have that dramatic improvement. And that sometimes the best course of action is owning that place that you're in and recognizing that it's important to have that incremental growth and not trying to you know, make these huge swing changes on an ongoing basis, but really recognize where you are right now and trying to make those slight adjustments. And 
I mean, so for example, one of the things that I had happen myself in my own journey of running ads, and this is, <laughs> was a bit of a, a, a ridiculous mistake, but it was having, you know, a lot of success in a funnel that we had actually built and things were going really well. And our calendars were being filled so much with sales calls that I decided to try to adjust what I was doing quite dramatically because I didn't want to have as many calls happening and I ended up turning that funnel off and changing the process that we were going by with this new funnel that we built out and it didn't work. And I spent three months just trying to get back to where I needed to be. And I was not having, again, I wasn't having this like massive increase in what I was doing and it wasn't improving in this like huge way. So I had, had hit essentially this plateau in the way that we were functioning and I ended up really causing a ton of damage in what I was doing and <laughs> spent months trying to get back to where I already was because I was, you know, looking at this new shiny thing when I should have just been looking at making slight tweaks. I don't know if this was something business-wise, but Darren, I don't know if you've experienced or anything that you think sort of how this can apply to your personal life as well. I think in my personal life or something that people probably could relate to is just like, um, trying to be the best versions of themselves physically. So like, whether it be trying, starting like to work out and trying to lose weight, I feel like everybody, and I know like with myself and, and my mom and it's like, okay, so like, we're going to start working out. We're going to start getting fit. Like, let's, let's do this. And like, I know a lot of people in the beginning of the year are like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like let's, let's set our, our time aside to do these new year's resolutions. And like, it's the first two weeks and you're going to the gym every day and you're seeing like massive weight loss like okay i lost 15 pounds this week i lost 10 pounds this week right because it's like a dramatic shift in, the, in your lifestyle and so it's like okay you, you've got all of that that weight loss but then the next week comes around it's like oh i only lost one pound a day <laughs> oh i only lost two pounds you know what i'm saying it becomes like sort of that plateau it's like oh i haven't lost any weight but like knowing how things are going it's like you're living a more healthy lifestyle and it's like okay it's like, you know what? I don't really want to do this anymore. I'm not seeing the results that I thought I was going to see. It's so not the same as I was. Like, if you had told somebody, like, hey, you know what? You would lose 45 pounds in, in a month. You're like, okay, great. Yeah, that sounds like absolutely where I want to be. But then they get there and it's like, okay, well, now what? Like, do I, do I continue to maintain this lifestyle? <laughs> yeah, like, what's what's next? Am I going to lose another 45 pounds? Like, what's, what, what's, what's next for me? And they, like, kind of revert. Either, either like they like stop doing what they're doing that was that was uh benefiting them and they like revert back to their old lifestyle and their old ways and they gain that 45 pounds back and it's like okay well now you're back to back to the whole beginning and then you're going to keep it's like a vicious cycle of like okay i'm i'm getting to a level or a plateau it's like i, I what's going to put me over the edge to take me to that next level if i and some people just like I don't foresee myself getting to that next level. I'm just going to stop. And it could be something as simple as, I know for me, um, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm working out. Like me and my friends had a challenge pushing us uh, every day, posting on Instagram. Like I worked out this long, I did this, whatever. And it's like, I'm not seeing the gains that I wanted to see after a while. But then somebody, somebody says something just so simple. It's like, what are you eating? You're not eating right. And it's like, oh, so you're telling me oh, that's probably right. I should probably eat chicken breast instead of pizza after a workout. And it's like, it sounds so simple, but sometimes like somebody like just, just giving you that little negative information is like, you know, you would, you would benefit 10 X if you're, if you eat right as well as work out. So that's 
So that's what I've been doing wrong this whole time with my weight loss journey was eating too much pizza. Ah, I see. <laughs> I mean, but you're in Italy, you're doing all these cool things. You have all these nice restaurants around you. The temptation. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's uh, incredibly relatable, right? I mean, I know personally I've gone through this and have, you know, worked on trying to lose weight. And the thing that's really important in like that recognition in the way that you, that example that you gave is that when working out and starting a new workout regimen, I mean, realistically speaking, you've lost water weight, right? You didn't lose actual fat. You were not actually making any true adjustment to your body. You were just losing additional water. And the moment that you stopped is when you're actually starting to make the actual gains, long-term gains that you were looking at. And this, I think, you know, directly translates into the same thing for business, right? And, and that you get to this like precipice, and I've seen this happen so many times with agency owners is you get to this like place that you are actually going to start to make some potential true progress and that right as you hit this place where you haven't seen the results that you're looking for you end up leaving and end up losing a lot of the momentum that you actually gained and recognizing that that immediate success that you want and that those silver bullets that people are selling in ads every single day those silver bullets don't exist. You have to make these like slow incremental adjustments and actually learn from the things that you're currently doing. I think that, you know, in the book Atomic Habits, James Clear really puts this very clearly in that he describes a scene where you're sitting in a refrigerated room where you have a piece of ice sitting on the table. And sorry for any, you know, listeners that are, you know, in the appropriate type of system and using the metric system, but I'm going to use Fahrenheit for the US listeners, <laughs> that um, if you're at, you know, a 30 degree temperature in the room, the ice is still clearly, clearly frozen, you get to 31 degrees. And while there's been a actual change in the room in that one degree of temperature, the ice is still, you know, frozen, because it's still below zero, you get to 32 degrees, you get you're still at the freezing temperature. But the moment that you get that one additional degree is when that ice is going to start to melt. And if you decided to stop doing what it is that you were doing, warming up that room at that point, and then just reverting back, that ice was never going to actually start to melt. And it's just what I say is like so incredibly important is that you end up creating this real setback in yourself by trying to make these huge sweeping changes and looking at these shiny new tactics, shiny new things that everyone's trying to sell to you, but actually looking at what is it that I'm doing well right now? What is it that I'm actually working? What is working? And how can I actually re-energize my existing commitment, re-energize my existing process that allows for you to actually accomplish your ultimate goal? And I think this directly applies to agency owners in a true way, because what I see happen so much is in, in an example of an agency is that you have a client that's coming in and you're looking to actually grow the business. And what you end up doing is like layering on a new service. And then you end up layering on a new service and a new service. And it's the new shiny thing. And I'm going to, you know, add on social media and then I'm going to do digital ad buying. And then now I'm going to do websites and then I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to start producing podcasts, for example. And now you've actually created this like massive list of things that you are now doing. And it actually becomes your hindrance to growth. And the vast majority of agencies, when they come to work with us, they have this like huge list and they're saying that I'm a full service agency, which to me means that you are a jack of all trades and a master of none. 
and every single one of them and the ones that are successful, the ones that pare down those services and get back to what I refer to as your superpower, right? And how you actually are able to gain that momentum. I, Darren, what are your sort of thoughts on this and, and how many times would you say that you've encountered this working with agencies every day and layering on too much and just seeking that new shiny thing? Yes, right. It's just like, okay, you guys are, are okay, full service, full service agency. And I say that with quotations, but realistically, they haven't touched traditional media in years. They haven't, they're just spending money on, on somebody who's supposed to be their, their media buyer. They haven't done anything and they're just paying their salary out when realistically, oh, do you realize that your, your social media is booming over here on this side, but you're spending a lot more money into something that's not bringing you revenue or we do the analytics and the numbers and it's like, okay, do you realize that by you being the touch point for every single one of their products, like you're actually losing money instead of gaining money. It's just, there's a lot that people don't, don't see underneath or they don't take the time to look at it. They're just thinking of what new ways can I produce revenue? What new ways can I produce revenue? Instead of being the best at, and I use a lot of basketball uh, metaphors, but like, like being the Steph Curry of the, of three pointers, right? So, so making sure that you're the absolute best, and like people come to you for this exact thing because they know that you're going to get it done, and then they go and tell all their friends about it, and then it, it produces mass network effect of like, oh, I know I come to this agency for social media management because they are the absolute best at it, and so I, I think that that realistically, like it, it turns like down like. They say like split attention gives you split results, right? So like you you're you're too busy looking for the the new thing instead of working on the thing that you're good at, and because you think oh um, this is going to give me the gains that I'm looking for instead of focusing on something that is like try you're tried and true your 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 secret sauce, right? You're trying to throw too many too many spices in the recipe and you're going to mess up the flavor. One hundred percent. I'm thinking about an agency very specifically in in what you were describing from you know, the media thing that you're talking about one comes to mind. And, you know, where they were was that they had built up authority in a specific industry. And then they decided they ended up losing a anchor client and they had their media buying was less than 1% of revenue, but had their most expensive team member on salary still trying to do that and trying to have them do additional work. And they were underutilized. And then in order to try to backfill that particular service, they ended up trying to go outside of the area that they were in order to go to another industry, trying to break into another industry that they didn't have any name in. They didn't actually understand that industry either. So they're now trying to sell things to this other industry and hitting so many walls with them because one, they didn't understand them. Two, the services that they were trying to sell to them really weren't beneficial to them anyways. And so they were getting told no, which ultimately ended up having them leading into the worst year that they had ever had had been in business for 40 years. And we're in this like really massively negative place because they were trying to be someone that they weren't their sales team was now getting hit with no so much. So they were losing momentum quite a lot. And this was because they had this one particular item that was causing them a problem. And rather than recognizing and looking at what is it exactly that I need to be doing? How do I refine my actual model of what I'm doing to actually get through this? I mean, I cannot point to enough, like how many times I've actually worked with agencies through these like types of plateaus and how you need to look at adjusting what it is that you're doing and making those incremental improvements. I mean, I'm not a sports analogy person, but I think that this, you know, really fits into it is that you look at, you know, the professional athletes and you look at someone that's a novice, they're not, you know, 75% better 
of an athlete, you know, someone going from college basketball and your the sport that you were mentioning, college basketball to the NBA, that the college basketball player is not, you know, 75% worse than an NBA player. They're marginally better, marginally different. And you need to just focus on how do you actually make those slight adjustments so that you can start to have and continue to have that ability to grow and not be so constrained on time, not having these like things that are that are happening. I think it's so important to remove that aspect of like your personal ego from it. You know, I think that that's the like primary driving factor around this problem is that you end up thinking, I need to be 10 times better than I am today. And you're wanting to be that. And I think that you can do that. But it has to be done in a strategic, you know, programmatic, compounded way, rather than wanting to be, you know, this, tomorrow, I'm going to have instituted this crazy new thing. And now I'm 10 times better. And it just doesn't really work that way. I implore you any listener here to actually think about it in a way that allows for you to be you know, making that improvement, Darren, you look like you are wanting to say something. Yeah. So I think one thing that we we kind of haven't touched on, but you you kind of brush past it is just having that objective opinion or somebody who can come in, that mentor, that coach, and just let you know when you're down the rabbit hole. It's just like, hey, listen, do you realize that you're spending too much on on traditional media and you haven't your one percent of revenue? Hey, do do you know that your focus should be here when you're looking in the wrong places? Just having that coach, that mentor. Somebody who can tell you those slight those slight things that you're you're probably missing to unlock the next level. Like so, from from college basketball to the NBA, it's like, hey, you're really good at this, but you know you probably would benefit from working on your jump shot. Or like in the our space, it's just like, hey, you, you probably would benefit having that that mentor, that coach to let you know, like, hey, this is where the industry is going. You should probably utilize your talents that you you your God given talents. You're the best at at doing social media. You should probably reach out and branch and and speak to these people here or can I, I can connect you with somebody here or you should fine tune this a little bit or like when it comes to fitness like hey you know you shouldn't be eating pizza eat right you'll you'll get to that next level that you're looking for or somebody that can guide you to the place that you're or to the place that you're looking for right so like just like for another basketball reference like michael jordan wasn't michael jordan before he got phil jackson neither was kobe right they have that coach that mentor to, to hey mike rely on your teammates. Hey, Kobe, you have Shaq, use, use Shaq and you guys will, will be three P champions. You'll get to that level of being an all time great, um, that you want to be at, or, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll get to that, that revenue number you're trying to be at because either they have done it before they have seen it done. They have coached other people through it. So just getting somebody who has, has that track record of, Hey, listen, I know where you want to be. You've told me where you want to be. I know who you are as a person. I know what you're capable of and I know what it looks like to get to the other side. So if you really want to get to the other side, these this is where you should put your focus and your attention at, and this will get you to that next level that you're looking to be at. So I've told you where you're going to go. Like, this is the way to get there. What well, you said two things that I think are really important, and there's the the mindset, right, when it comes to actually getting that outside help. And I'm of the opinion that I'd rather not spend years learning all the mistakes that go along with how to actually do something that I'm looking to accomplish. But why not go to the person that has done that already, learn from them, the person that has spent the 10,000 hours to become the expert in that particular area, why not talk to them and learn from them and figure out what it is that they did that allowed for them to accomplish that success and not learn through all the different steps. And you can, realistically speaking, take that time to become the master expert in that particular area and 
or you can actually reach out to someone that has that experience. The other thing that you mentioned that I thought was quite interesting that directly, I think, ties to the ego piece is when it comes to like trying to continue to build into something that doesn't really make sense. And I think that the name is Scott uh, Belsky, and he wrote a book called The Messy Middle. And he talks about the fact that what, what happens a lot in tech is that someone will go down the path of creating a product and recognizing that this product actually doesn't work and people don't want it rather than actually changing the course of action of what they're doing to actually allowing something to be better and not having overcommitted to something that isn't working, but recognizing when you need to actually get that outside perspective, recognizing that you're too close to it sometimes and that you need to sometimes cut bait and move in a different direction and make sure that you're making that improvement and not just, you know, continuing on the path that you're on just for the sake of continuing on the path and remove yourself from that situation and don't let your ego get the better of you so that you can actually accomplish the goal that you're looking to accomplish and become that successful agency, get to that revenue number that you're looking for, that profit number that you're looking for. And even that, you know, getting your time back, which I know is like such a huge thing that happens and is going on with the vast majority of agency owners is that you are so incredibly time pulled into the agency because you're doing too many things and not allowing yourself to own that time and refine what's going on within your agency so that you can actually then have the foundation and that platform so that you can actually, you know, take that rocket ship and ride it to the moon. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what I'm going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things. But at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during calls thinking, oh my gosh, I got, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell because if I don't sell, I don't, make our, I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to 1 million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2000 to 3000 Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client on a monthly retainer. We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams. You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens. Boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's going to work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And it, yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure. So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator program or go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash apply. Thanks, and I'll see you inside the program.